Oh, yeah, Dave. It's episode 89 of the Dave and Inga Show. And I'm in the car being driven to Thrifty Scotsman in the Spokane Valley. That's right. And on today's show, we're going to talk about our Montana trip. Yeah, we'll answer some of your questions about it. Oh, goody, the internet's going to call me a cunt. Yeah. I hope they bring up your brontosaurus bullshit, Dave. They do. Good. Also, we're going to do a couple top fives. We'll eventually top five everything. Including our favorite songs from a certain band. Is it Nickelback? You know it's not Nickelback. We're going to visit our favorite record store in Spokane. Also, we're going to talk our favorite fictional swords. And we got invited for our own private tour of one Spokane, some sort of sports arena. Yeah, so I'll do a stack kill and we'll do an update on the 30-30 club in Major League Baseball. Prepare yourself for numbers. It's a busy episode 89 here on The, the Dave and Nagus Nagus Show. Show. Will today be the day they finally have Haggis? No. It's Dave and Nagus. It's Dave It's Swords that come from fictional things. I don't know. Top five. David Angus top five. For you. For you. Angus and Dave here in familiar territory doing a top five list of shit that I barely know anything about. We're going to do our top five fictional swords. And there could not be a better time to have fucking haggis on the menu. Let's get some haggis. Well, I'm excited for this one. Is it because it's nerd shit? Man, it was fun to see the list of all the cool swords. Man, apparently any sword that Steven Seagal touched does not count as a kick-ass fictional sword. No, it's got to be powerful and have a name. Steven Seagal's sword is the most powerful name of any sword, Dave. I can't remember seeing him use a sword. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist, dickhead. Well, fair enough. Right. While I'm enjoying my super bacon and having my clothing saturated with smell of deliciousness. Well, let's get this nerd shit over with. Alright, here's my number five for top fictional swords. Here comes part one of five of shit I've never heard of. Um, it's a Hattori Hanzo sword from Kill Bill. Okay, I've heard of the movie. Well, Uma Thurman's character known as the Bride, that's the sword that she carries. I just remember a lot of sexy blood in that movie. Um, it is very violent. Alright, Dave's going ultra chic cinema kiss house. What are you talking about? Fucking everyone likes Tarantino, Dave. What, he makes cool movies. Yeah, we get it, Dave. You're real hipping with it. Alright, my number five, ready? Um, yeah. It's the Daywalker sword in Blade. Okay. So Blade's Blade. Right. Remember when that dude picks up his sword and it like blah, blows up his hand? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a cool feature. Right. Blowing up any motherfucker's hand that's touching it that's not you? No. Not very child safe, though. No. Dave, you're not engaging with an Angus properly. What the fuck's going on? I'm just looking outside. That lady that yells at people is yelling at people. Okay, don't make eye contact. No. I just feel bad for her. Feel bad from a distance, Dave. She wants to scratch your eyes out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is escapism, Dave. Stop trying to bring things back to our daily it's toil. Literally in the parking lot of the fucking place that we're sitting at. Learn to ignore the constant suffering of the world, Dave. Yeah, yeah. The trick for me, Dave, is to find my hammock and Kirk it. No. Please stop saying Kirk Hammett. I feel like no. Um, she's wondering off. I hope this doesn't come across as insensitive. No. Oh, seriously, that lady is like the unofficial mascot of the intersection of Sprague and Pines, Dave. People don't know what we're talking about. There's a lady that stands on the corner of Sprague and Pines. She is not well. No. Sometimes she yells. Often she throws cats. Yeah. And she has been there for decades. Yeah, she first yelled at me when I was like 17. I got my first cat thrown at me at 16. Man, it's a sad situation. I know a guy that dressed up as her for Halloween and won the costume contest, Dave. I know that person, too. And lots of people have tried to help her, but, you know, they mainly get cats thrown at them. She does not want help. Right. Well, how are we supposed to get back to swords now? I don't know. The world around us is happening. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Let's edit this out. Adam? I don't want, to be the podcast. I don't want you to be in the podcast either. I want you to edit this part out. Don't do you don't do the editing. No. So you literally just push a button and then sit there? I don't want to be the Angus, we hired him because whenever we were in charge, we kind of ended up destroying what we recorded. I'm glad you included yourself. I screwed up a few times. I hope you guys heard that. Not nearly as many as you have. All right. Edit that part out too, Adam. The then don't work for a fucking podcast. I don't think we have to edit it out. Well, study show, Dave, that people don't like real things because no. real things hurt and hurting things make people feel sad, Dave, and 
studies show that people that feel sad don't like things. Well, and we are a thing, Dave. We're a podcast. And we'd like people to like our thing. What the fuck are you talking about? I do not know. All right. I think I'm on my number four favorite fictional sword. Before we were rudely interrupted by reality. Right. I would say my number four is the Sword of Gryffindor. Oh, that's some Harry Potter shit. Now, the legend of that sword is very cool and how it's used. And that's only number four on your dork sword list. Well, the Sword of Gryffindor. It's like the only sword of Harry Potter. Whatever. All right. What's your number four? Well, my number four is not equal to your number four. I'll tell you what. It would fuck the shit out of Gryffindor sword. Oh, yeah. What you got? The Sword of Omens. Thundercats fucking Okay. It starts off unassuming, Dave, like a little letter opener. And then you're like, Thundercats. Yeah. Then you got a knife that's like, that's not a knife, this is a knife. Yeah. Then you're like, Thundercats. Sit down, Angus. But at that point, you got a pretty good sword, but you're like, Thundercats. I don't like the eye contact. And at this point, you've got yourself a fucking sword and a half, but you go, Thundercats. Right. And you've got a broad sword to chop up some mum raw bitches. Indeed. And then to top that shit off, you activate the WSU Washington State Cougars <laughs> logo, and you fucking say ho. Right, so the sword from Thundercats. Lion knows sword of omens, Dave. I'm surprised you knew that. I haven't thought about it since 1989, but Tim gave me a list. Right. Okay, on to my number three. Dork shit, ho! Right, but somehow Thundercats isn't dorky. I was nine. Whatever, fuck you, Aragorn sword from Lord of the Rings. Nazreel. Nostril? Nazreel. Nyquil? I don't remember how it's pronounced. It's not Nyquil. It could be. But it's Aragorn's sword, and it's reforged into another name after it's broken. No, 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 let's not start going into things. Whatever, Aragorn's sword. I think it's Nazreel. Dumb. All right, here's number three. Ready? Yeah. And this sword would fuck Nostril up. Yeah, yeah. By the power of fucking Grayskull, bitch. Oh, the He-Man sword. The power sword of Grayskull, Dave. Yeah, okay. That shit could turn a normal puma into a fucking battle Puma Dave. Right. And it turned a pretty buff dude that was wearing clothes into an even more buff dude that was not wearing clothes. Right. And in the process fucked up an Angus's body image something fierce. Now then go to the gym. No. Alright, so He-Man sword. Well, fuck up your weak-ass Lord of the Rings shit and your Gryffindor crap. Yeah, yeah, alright, my number two. Let's learn about high-level dork things together. Well, from the World of Warcraft. I fucking told you. There's a sword called the Ashbringer. Oh my god, it's one of the coolest swords in the game. Let me guess, it's some weird name like the Ashbringer of Gerundafall. It's actually more like the Ashbringer of Ashbringer because it's kind of weird. What are you talking about? Well, there's a character named Ashbringer, and he named the sword after himself. What was the nerd who came up with that out of Red Bull or something? I don't know. Lazy Dave. Kick-ass sword, Angus. Whatever you say, dork. My number two would fuck your sword up. Okay, what you got? Oh, just, you know, blazing sword from Voltron, bitch. Okay, that is a cool sword. No, Dave, it's hot as fuck. Hot as a sun, because it's blazing. Right. And it's gonna mess up your Gryffindor sword and your ass butt, whatever. Ashbringer, yes, mm. it probably would mess those swords up, because it's a giant sword. Oh, giant sword your face. I like that one. Blazing sword from Voltron. Remember how cool that shit was, Dave? That I had all the toys, and you didn't have any of them? Mm. And then you'd come play with them, and I'd be like, no, you'll probably break them. And you were like, oh, I'm sad. I do remember that, yes. Those toys were peak dopamine for an Angus Davis. Too bad you never got to play with one. I got to watch you play with them. No, they did special things when you weren't around that was way better. I'm okay. Only the kids that had all five Voltron Lions know what I'm talking about. Right. Blazing sword, Dave. Yes, yes, all right. Honorable mention time. Lesser nerd armaments go. Well, one of the swords is called the Wind Shear, and it's from Skyrim. How do you remember this shit? Because it was a big deal when I found it in the game. That's weird to me because I can barely remember all my kids' names. Another honorable mention would be Sting from the Hobbit. Sting was in The Hobbit? No, it's this He was a pretty versatile actor. No, it's a little Hobbit sword that glows blue whenever orcs are around. Is that on the album with Roxanne? Sting is the name of the sword. They named a sword after Sting? They should, man. He was really good in the police. Anyway, it's from The Hobbit. Dork things. It was one of the first cool swords I ever saw, and I kind of fell in love with the cartoon as a kid. Has anyone else noticed that we boys don't grow up? We just get older? That seems to be the trend. Let's hope we never get invaded. We'll be throwing action figures at folk. Yeah, what's your honorable mentions? Well, there were some interesting swords on the list. Most of them were dorky and from things that I've never seen before. 
sure. Yeah. I'm only vaguely aware of what a Naruto is, Dave. I don't know. Right. But right. I do know Arnold, get to the chopper. I was in that movie where he had the big sword. No, Conan, the Atlantean sword. Yes, Dork, all that stuff. Yeah, that's what it's called. And I will say, if John claude Van Damme touched a dinner knife, that's the best sword there is. No. But my main honorable mention is the sun sword from Thundar the Barbarian. <laughs> I have not thought of that in a long time. Yeah, bitch. I don't even know if I watched that show. I'm just aware of it. That motherfucker had the sun sword, Dave. It was basically a lightsaber without getting sued. Thundar the Barbarian. Yeah, look that shit up. Yeah. I love that shit. Oh, Those are the kind of cartoons that put hair on your chest, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number one. Ready? I'm ready to belittle you for your taste in things, yes. From the world of Zelda, yeah. the Master Sword. Master Dork. Also known as the Blade of Evil's Bane. Cranking your dork shit to 11. And also the Sword of Time. This fucking thing has three names. It actually has more than that. Oh my god. There's lots of cool swords in Zelda, but the Master Sword is my favorite. I feel like if people are paying attention to your taste in things, they probably saw that shit coming. I really like Zelda. Yeah, we know. All right, time for an Angus is number one. Well, besides Blazing Sword, it's the most obvious choice on the list. I'm very surprised at you. Okay. It's a fucking lightsaber, dork. Yeah, they're very cool. Why isn't it on your list? I like the other swords better on my list than the lightsaber. How and or why? If I had a top ten, it'd be on there probably. You had a hobbit sword named after an 80s singer instead of a lightsaber, Dave. In my mind, I didn't really see it as the same kind of thing as the other swords. Oh, you son of a bitch, Dave. <laughs> Whatever. They're laser swords, you fuck it. Yeah, yeah. My favorite lightsabers are thusly. Mm. Number three, the purple lightsaber of Mace Windu. Right. Number two, the tri-blade of Kylo Ren. I thought you hated those movies. I do, but the sword is cool. Right. And then number one is the dark saber because it's dark. Okay. Honorable mention would be Darth Vader's lightsaber because it's been through some shit. Okay, and that's not dorky. You like in Star Wars. It's nerdy. I'm not into Star Trek. That's dorky. Okay, you have no idea what you're talking about. I know that I wish I could order some haggis around here. Recapping some shit that we saw on a trip. We're at Angus and Dave here, and we're in the Skycast Stadium. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been in here. Yeah, we had to fight way less raccoons to get in here. Things are looking up. Yeah. But we're here to discuss our Montana trip. Now we have some questions in front of us. Yeah, letters from y'all. Now this first one comes from Beard 45 Where the fuck that is? It says, why do you like Toblerone so much? They kind of suck. Oh, fuck you, Schmogie's Beard. I'm with him. I'm not a big fan of Toblerone. How dare the lot of y'all? There's a lot of better candy Toblerone is the only form of candy that can be used as a fiat currency, Dave. Okay. Are there any questions about you being wrong about a brontosaurus? There are a couple, yeah. Old Dave Brontosaurus here was wrong about the brontosaurus. The thunder lizard. Maybe he won't admit it because he's weak. Um, here's a question. What did you like about Montana the best? Oh, man. How would you answer well, that? From the natural beauty mm. to the very kind people. Yeah. We ate really good. Mm. Learned about dinosaurs was kick-ass. Now, see, here's where we differ. The private tour of Grizzly Stadium was cool. Yeah, my favorite part was addressing the good people of Billings about the ice walls. Right, that sucked, but it was fun to see the dinosaurs. We just saw bones. Well, we're not going to actually see dinosaurs. We're Mr. Brontosaurus. Well, besides all the dinosaur museums, we saw tons of actual animals. Montanimals. And just on the side of the road, you see bison. Big, tough Montanimals. And moose. And who knew that pelicans fucking live in Montana? Yeah, for part of the year. They've even got flying fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. We also learned they have the craziest fucking weather in North America. Yeah. I and mean, there's two vortexes there. One that's yeah. dark and isn't real, and mm-hmm. one where all of the forces of the earth come together and make yeah. fucking cold and hot shit. Right. Montana's a crazy place. You know what I learned, Dave? What? That a lot of people think you're a fuckhead for saying that Godzilla is a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur. Not according to dozens of emails, Dave. Looks like a theropod to me. I don't know what that is. We spent seven days going to dinosaur museums. Oh, was that a dinosaur? Godzilla is a ceratosauria, according to some dinosaur experts. Well, the internet thinks you're a dickhead. Right. All right, hit me with another question. Um, a lot of people wanted to know how the fight went with the guy that you punched. Oh, he went down like a bitch. No, it didn't even happen. Yeah, in fact, he didn't like Jose Canseco either. That's right. That Mr. Canseco's a divisive character. Well, we have a few questions here about the Glendive Dinosaur and Fossil Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One question says, did you find anything about the flat earth? You mean realm shape? And yes, I asked a person that worked there. I said, can you show me some realm? And they showed me realm. They did. What about you, Dave? Did you have a good time in there? I had a hard time figuring out which things were the least true. It was nice to get some backup on the realm, though. I guess they believe people used to ride dinosaurs. Yeah, they got their documents, Dave. No, they don't. Not even close. Well, what do they call themselves there? They are young earth creationists. You just can't handle the debate of the other side. A 
spiritual belief is not the other side of a scientific debate. Says it, Dave. There is no faith in the scientific method. Except for the method itself. You guys have like a religion around now. Without science, how the fuck else are we supposed to know what the fuck's going on in the world? I don't know. Palm reader? God damn it. Tarot cards? I hate you so much. Astrological science? Whenever somebody asked if you actually took a piss at the ghost town. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. And Angus has marked much of America as his own. Yeah, you have. You know, Dave, I'm a lot like Ted Turner in that regard. You are. I own most of America, yes. All right, there were some questions about our favorite people of Montana. I thought it was amazing how much of our childhood was orchestrated by that state. Yeah, right. Like winning phases, too. These guys made kids' shows and then cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Before that was Face from A-Team. And Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Montana gave us Pearl Jam and David Lynch and Dana Carvey. Yeah. We couldn't have had a childhood without Montana. Right. And then when we grew up and discovered the joy of our ween <laughs> and also the burden to satisfy it, Montana gave us Tara Patrick. Mm. And you might remember her from such films as hardcore porn. Right. And I say, goddamn, Montana. And plus, they had a bunch of sports, Paul. Yeah, we did a couple stack kills. But they do not have professional franchises in Montana because only about a million people live there. That is correct. All right, you got any more questions for me? Yeah, why is Angus such an asshole? It's genetic. Do Angus's feet really smell that bad? Yes, they do. Also genetic. Um, here's one about Adam. Does he not know how a podcast works? Right, that's what I'm saying. Well, here's another one that says, I'm on Adam's side. If he doesn't want to be in it, he doesn't need to be in it. And he should be edited out every time we bring well, him fuck out. fuck that person. Who's criticizing no. me on the internet? No. Fuck you. No. Fuck you. Who's that? Right there. Right fuck there. that person. No. There's another question about Toblerone. The pride of the Swiss. Man, here's one about deep fried bull balls. Would you eat more? Uh, well, if the internet asked for it, uh, then Angus will abide. And one of the questions asked if I tried one. Oh, Dave's a little bitch. They don't look appetizing. They really don't have that much flavor, Dave. Calm down. You're the one that likes eating bull and or sheep balls. Whatever. Any more questions? Yeah, there's a lot of them here, but let's see. Most of them are about the ice walls. Oh, yeah. No. Dave didn't believe me when I said I parked the Illuminati scum fucker right next to his house. Yeah, I kind of did believe you. There's a giant boat next to your house, huh, Dave? Yes, but that's got to be breaking at least a 510 city ordinances. Well, it's not like I'm stealing cable. It's a boat. It's a huge ass boat in a fucking neighborhood. People are allowed to own boats. Whatever. Most of the questions here about things we got wrong. Let's see. Is there stuff about you being a dickhead and brontosaurus this day? Everybody that corrected me was very nice when they did. Yeah, but secretly they think you suck, Dave. Yeah, yeah, there's a question here. Why did I pick Adam Morrison if since there's so many other Montana athletes? I think we've made it pretty damn clear we're heavily biased towards Spokane here in this whole network. Yeah. I got your back, Dave. Now, there's a question here about the company card. Yeah, I got it right here. What about God damn it? Well, I hope that answers your question. What was their question? If you got your hands on it for this trip. I'm not buying my own Toblerone. All right, well, most of the other questions are about the fucking ice walls. Well, sounds like now's as good a time as any to talk about them ice walls, Dave. Well, I'd rather chew off my own dick and balls, but I guess here we are. Well, for those of you playing the home game, yes, I have the Illuminati scum fucker in our yard. It's leaning up against my fucking house. Which used to be my tool shit. Right, well, I'm not interested in another ice walls trip. Well, you'd be alone in those feelings. I highly fucking We learned it. so much, you can check both of my TED Talks. Neither one of them were actual TED Talks. Bam, I surprised you with a TED Talk last week, bitches. We were in a hotel conference room. That's where the decisions of the world are made. Right. That's why they call it a continental breakfast. No, it's not. I wouldn't shovel cocky, Dave. Yes, you would. Oh, but no. Yes, you would. You constantly do. The main point here is in 2024, I'm going to lead the second expedition to seek them walls. No. And it's going to be bigger. More dangerous. It's going to be better. Survival would be the only goal. We're going to have a better sound system with better microphones. What does that have to do with shit? I'm going to find a non-fake Navy SEAL to train us even better than we were trained before, but you should definitely check out the training now, videos. Fact check everything you ever hear on this show ever. I wouldn't shovel cock a motherfucker, Dave. Yes, you would. You always do. Oh, but you can't. We're not doing the ice walls again. I know how annoying that was for a lot of you. Oh, you mean the greatest fucking expedition in the history of scientificals on this fucking planet, Dave? On this very round planet. It's realm shape as fuck, and you know it. No, I do not know that. You and I went on the same damn trip. And we didn't learn a single thing that would teach us that the world was a fucking realm. It's realm shape, Zero Dave. evidence back up any of your claims. I disagree, but I'm telling you that's a good reason to take no. trip number two. No. Yeah. We took a bunch of podcast supporters out to the brink of death. Yeah, we should do that every year. God damn it, no. Yeah, think about it, Dave. All right, check it no, out. I don't want to. Too bad, here it comes. Yeah. Dave, this time I will double the experts. There were zero experts involved last time. Like I said, I'll double no, that. Zero times two is still zero. Don't throw all your mathematicals at Denangus. Uh, and I'm going to quadruple security this time, Dave. I'm giving everyone a no, gun. No. Yeah, if you sign up for VIP Scatcast.
podcast as well as two. No, no, no. Angus will send you a gun. You're fucking no. I can probably get away with sending him a little gun. Fuck you. What are you talking about? I'm talking about in 2024 when we seek to ask Wells. I'm giving everyone a gun. I, I didn't know if this could get worse, but this is much worse now. Most of the people that came last time had guns. Most people that came last time didn't even have coats. That's Skekka's fault for not making Parkers for the trip. I am not going on a trip with you to the ice wall. You said that last time. I did say that last time, but I'm not going this time. I imagine you're going to say that the third time when I'm talking to you about it the third time. What? Well, you'll say, I'm not going, and then I'll say, you said that the second and the first time. Um, but yeah. it will have been on the third time. Why are we talking about third time? Because we just agreed we should risk the listeners' lives every year. I hate you. I, I gotta look at my contract. 2024, as soon as I fucking can. We're going to the Aswells, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. I'm gonna fix up the boat and make some more bunk beds and shit. You don't even have a toolbox. Oh, there will be more bunk beds. Now, please, if you don't want to hear this for the next several months, oh. just let us know, and oh. I will make sure that we do not do this crap. You don't want to stand in front of the science desk. It was a miracle everyone lived from last time. The miracle is you can see anything at all with your head so far up your ass. What? We rocked the world last year, Dave. No. And we're fitting to rock it again. Yikes. I don't want to be part well, of it. Well, then look at your stupid contract, and you get back to I'm me. I'm gonna. I'm done with the second. Oh, you're just gonna leave like a bitch. I'm not going on the boat in my yard with you again in the fucking ocean. Yeah, pretty probably is, though. Top five Top five. Favorite songs that come from the band Angus and Dave, we're coming from a very special record store in Spokane. Yeah, it's called 4,000 Holes. And before the internet was shit, you could find rare music here. Yeah, they specialize in vinyl and rare music. You get all the imports and stuff. And the owner, Bob, he's a big fan of the Beatles. So much fucking Beatles. He's also a huge supporter of the local music here. It was a big deal to get your record in 4,000 Holes if you were a local artist. I see zero Angus records. I'm surprised you're allowed in here. I don't know if he's taking a good look at you yet. Uh, he saw me. Hey, Bob. I know Bob pretty well. Hi, Bob. He's on the phone. He's probably calling the cops on you. Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. Right, but well, one of the things that kind of bonded Angus and I at an early age was Metallica. Yeah, I'm into the good shit, and Dave kind of got on board during the Black Album. Well, it was a big popular album. Dave is what we call a bandwagoning bitch. Well, sometimes we would pilgrimage to 4,000 Holes and file through the Metallica records. Bob had so much Metallica from overseas. Yeah. And there were so many hidden gems, Dave. Yeah. I remember one time I paid 50 bucks for a mini CD that had two songs on it, but one was called The Prince, and it's a very rare Metallica song. Well, it was until they put out the whole compilation of all their covers. I still got the mini CD. Right, well, this store holds a lot of fond memories for us. And because I'm out there kirking some hammocks. I thought we'd do Metallica shit. Oh, that sounds good. All right, top five Metallica songs. This is where we separate the men from the boys in the Hessian world, Dave. <laughs> okay, well, my number five comes from the Load album. And Dave is obviously a boy. The song is called Bleeding Me. No self-respecting Metallica fan is going to pick some Bob Rock produced shit, Dave. Mom, I just did. Bleeding Me. This is going to be a long list for true Metallica fans who are now bashing their head at their work table. Whatever, I think Bleeding Me is a masterful song. It builds up very nicely. It's a very pretty song, too. All pretty song your face. All right, number five, an actual good song, Battery. Okay. It starts off all wimpy and acoustic, but then it goes all fucking batshit, Dave. It is one of their fastest songs. I remember when I learned the riff on guitar, it like hurt my wrist and stuff. It is mind-blowing that James Hetfield can play what he plays on guitar and still sing lyrics. Especially on a good song like Battery. Yeah, that's the first song from Master of Puppets. Which is the pinnacle of Metallica. Yeah, see, I don't think so. I think James Hetfield became a better songwriter over time. What you talking about, bitch? Well, their first few albums, they were just kids. They've matured quite a lot, and, you know, they've dedicated their lives to music, so, I mean, they become better at what they do. What in the actual fuck are you talking about? I think James Hetfield became a really great singer. 
banger. Well, I agree that Papa Heck could fart into a pickup with some reverb on it, and I'd probably buy it. But, I mean, come on, Dave. Let's talk about reason. Right. Well, all right. My number four. Ready? I wasn't ready for Load to be on the list, but let's do it. I think Load is a brilliant album, but this one's from the Black Album. It's called Nothing Else Matters. Holy, this soft shit. It's one of the coolest songs ever. I love the solo in that song. Is every song on your list going to be soft as shit? What? It's a gorgeous song from a mature songwriter. Soft as shit. Whatever. The music video did have a bunch of boobies in it. I remember. Boobies, Dave. Yes, what was your number four? Well, coming from their second album, Ride the Fucking Lightning, it's called Creeping Death, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I never heard nothing like that. The moment I heard that, I was like, I can't let my father hear this or he'll fucking kick me out of the house immediately. <laughs> right. But I loved it because of that. I don't know why. That's a bunch of biblical themes. It's all fast and it has that breakdown in the middle where it's like, die. Yeah. Die. Right. Yeah, so Creeping Death, bitch. All right, my number three is also from the Black Album. Oh, come on, Dave. The song's called Unforgiven. Holy, all the soft ones, huh? It's got heavy verses. All heavy verses, your face, Dave. It's Ballad. It was a very cool song with a video that I didn't understand, but I liked it. Yeah, Metallica videos in that era were like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, so once again, Dave going for all this soft shit. I don't think it's soft shit. It's just a really good song, a cool melody. Uh, once again, the guitar solo is really cool. There's a nylon string, an acoustic guitar in there. Oh yeah, David Pedia, what gauge strings were on it? I have no idea. And what good are you? Right. Anyway, Unforgiven from the Black Album. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, mine comes from Master Puppets, a good album. Yeah, why are you shitting on the Black Album? It's one of the greatest albums of all time. I said a good album, Master of Puppets. The song is called Damage Incorporated. It's fast as fuck. Right. Angus likes thrash metal. That's all he likes. And then there you go. Yeah, I want somebody shouting at me, not singing in key and shit. I, I like the Master of Puppets album too, but I'm a fan of the band. I like that they gradually changed over time. Fuck that. If you get popular, you're not allowed to follow your artistic interests. Yes, you are. Well, that's how you get St. Anger, Dave. Do you want St. Anger? Whatever. All right. Damage Incorporated. That's your number three. My number two. Ready? Now, here comes a ballad. I guess if Metallica does ballads, this one's called One from Injustice for All. The only song with clean guitar throughout it. Dave needs a pretty clean guitar. That was the craziest video I ever saw. It's such a good song. It's dark as fuck. Yeah, but it takes you on a journey all the way to the end. I love the end. Yeah, finally get to the heavy part. Dave. Right, just like that. Darkness and present in me. All that I see something. Right. All right, I do like one. Good. But the song Blackened or Harvester of Sorrow, Dave, those are going to be superior to what the fuck you're yeah, picking. Yeah, whatever. What's your number two? Well, it comes from their first album, Kill Em All, and it is an Angus's theme song. Does Metallica have a song called I'm Going to Do Dumb Shit Now? Fuck you, Dave. It's called Seek and Destroy. Mm. Scanning the scene no, no. in the city tonight. No. Looking for you to start. Up a fight. There's an evil feeling in my brain. There's nothing new. It drops an anger sense. It's on the counter. On our way, hiding. Okay, we'll see. Seek and destroy. Okay, I think Bob's probably going to call out cops at this point. Oh, for singing Metallica? For standing on the counter. Well, Metallica pumps an anger up, Dave. I noticed. All right, seek and destroy from Kill 'em All. It's like crack for your ear nuts. Right, okay, so honorable mentions for me. Ready? I'm standing by for your ballad. I chose from their SM album where they worked with the San Francisco Symphony. No Leaf Clover. What the fuck are you doing? I thought it was a super mature song. I thought it was really brilliant. That's where Papa Heck goes all falsetto and like, I could yeah. be and we're yeah. in a shadow or yeah, whatever. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's terrible what you did, but yeah, it's awesome. Oh, I was straying too far away from Master of Puppets for an anger I thought it was awesome for him to sing outside of the box like that, and I thought he nailed it. Oh, you kiss ass. I also really like Welcome Home Sanitarium from the Master of Puppets album. Because it's a ballad. It's a brilliant song about mental illness, and it's a, I'd say an epic song, and it's not a ballad. It's pretty ballad. Whatever, it's a great song, and it was written by Metallica, so there. No leaf fucking clover. One of my favorite songs. Fuck you, Dave. God damn it, it's subjective. It's what I like. You kirk the fuck out of this list, Hammett, Dave. Whatever. What are your honorable mentions? Classics like the Four Horsemen, right. Blackened, Harvester of Sorrow, yeah. Leper Messiah, Dave. I know it. Basically, the first four albums. Yeah, okay. Right, I'm trying to think of what ballad you've chosen for number one. It is probably a ballad. It's called Mama Said. The fuck you say, Dave? It's from the Load album. It's called Mama Said. The one acoustic song Metallica ever recorded, and you picked that shit. Yeah, I thought it was a brilliant song. It's got the country slide guitar in it. Yeah, it's a fucking kick ass song. Did you not get the memo where we're talking about Metallica kick-ass songs? It's my favorite Metallica song all time. It's one of my
my favorite songs ever written. Get fucked, Dave. What? I love that song. I love that album. Loads of great albums. Oh, yeah, name another good song. Outlaw Torn. Lucky, name another one. Until it sleeps. Oh, you're out of the Metallica fan club for sure. Whatever. All right, what's your number one? Well, in the beginning of this, we agreed not to do tests. Right, that would have made for a long list. Right, well, I have a tag. The song is called Dyer's Eve. Oh, yeah, for Man Justice for All. That's yeah, the fastest fucking song ever. It's like, dear mother, dear father, yeah. what is this bullshit you do? Whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I was just pissed off at Dad's song. It was fucking perfect. Right. And when I was like 12, I worked up my courage and I sat my dad down and I said, Dad, listen to this song. I need you to hear it. <laughs> you played Dyer's Eve for your dad. Yeah, I was like, this is what I think of your dad. Oh, fuck, how'd that go? I don't remember. I woke up like three days later. <laughs> I bet. But there's that song, and that's tied with another song, Dave, but Metallica didn't write it. You picked a cover song that Metallica covered. Dude, I spent years trying to track down this song. I know what song You know is. what song it is, man. Yes, it's Bread Fan by Budgie. Yes, it is the greatest song of all time, Dave. It, it is pretty cool song. <laughs> Dave, it's fucking amazing song. I have no idea what it's about. It's about a bread fan. Open up your balls, up and up seagulls, something. <laughs> a lot of people are not going to know what you're talking about. Bob here at 4,000 Holes would know if he wasn't calling the cops on me. He is calling the cops no, on me. I don't think me. you're allowed in this store. Whatever, I spent a fuckload of my parents' money in this store, Dave. <laughs> I know you Trying did. to track down the B-side bread fan that Metallica covered on some fucking album somewhere. And you did. And I did, and I found it, and I played the shit out of it, and then like three weeks later, they came out with that fucking album that had all those songs on it, and I felt like a dick. You are a dick. Still a good song. Bread fan, Metallica. <laughs> all right, that was our top five Metallica songs. Our tribute to all of you out there, Kirk in your hammocks. <laughs> right. Maybe Lars in your Ulrich. Don't start that. Robert, your Trujillos. No. Don't make me pop your head. Okay, that does sound better, but no. I'll pop a head your face, Dave. No, I'm I'll cliff your burden. No. I will stick my Jason in your newsstand. Sports ball. I finally get a segment. Sports ball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sports ball. It's about cool sports stats. Sports ball, fucking yeah. Sports ball. Let's learn about statistics. Let's do sports ball things. Sports ball on the stat kill. Scatcast, stat kill. Sports ball, yeah. This is Scatcast, stat kill. Dumb. Wow, this is cool. Yeah, it's a sports field, Dave. It's a brand new stadium in downtown Spokane called One Spokane. Yeah, it's got lots of football stuff. It was nice of them to let us kind of walk around by ourselves. Oh, well, they got their eyes on us. I'm sure they do, but this is a great setting to do stack kill. Sports knowledge, me, baby. Well, several weeks ago, we talked about the 30-30 club. Doesn't ring a bell. A player in Major League Baseball having 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases over the course of a season. Oh, yeah, that fucking Jose Canseco had a 40-40 season. That's right, one of only a few players. Fuck that Jose Canseco, Dave. Well, since the Major League Baseball regular season is coming to an end, I thought I'd give an update. Groovy. When we talked about the 30-30 club, I mentioned four players. One of them better not have been Jose fucking Canseco. Well, I thought four players had a shot at 30-30 this year. Well, tell us how they did. Well, there's only two to five games left in the season, so let's see. Don't worry, you can play this back if you need to memorize it. Well, the first player that I thought for sure was going to be a 30-30 player was Ronald Acuna Jr. He plays for the Braves. Yes, and at the time, there were 50 games left, and he had 26 home runs and 53 stolen bases. And now... He's had one of the most incredible seasons anyone's ever seen. All right. As of yesterday, he had 41 home runs and 70 stolen bases. Well, that's hardly the 30-30 club. He created his own club. He's the very first member of the 40-70 club. Shit down. And the Atlanta Braves are really good this year going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have all sorts of offensive records, including having five players hit over 30 home runs this year. Shit. We had to go with the MVP season of Ronald Acuna Jr. with his 41 home runs. Matt Olson's hit 53 home runs. Well, that's more. Their second baseman, Ozzy Albies, has hit 32. Their mm. third baseman, Austin Riley, has 37. Okay. Left fielder, Marcel Azuna, has 36. Mm. And the Braves overall as a team are just four home runs shy of the 307 record set by the Twins in 2019. Well, shit, Dave. Now they have 303. Write that down. And they have three games left, including today. So many numbers. All right, so obviously Ronald Acuna Jr. nailed the 30-30 with a 40-70 season. That guarantees he's getting his face on a stamp, right? I don't know, but let's check out the other players I mentioned. Tell us how they did. Well, there was one rookie on the list named Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. And with about 50 games left, he had 21 home runs and 36 stolen bases. So he already has the stolen bases. Yeah, but nine home runs in 50 games, that's quite a few. So he has 25 home runs right now. 
now in 51 stolen bases. How are there any games left for him? Only a handful, but he's the first rookie in the history of baseball to have a 25 home run, 50 stolen base season. Shit. And he's only the ninth player to ever do it. Wow. He's hands down the rookie of the year as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure Major League Baseball's listening, Dave. Right, well, I didn't quite get to 30-30, but there still are a few games. Go Corbin. Right, here's another potential 30-30 member. His name is Bobby Witt Jr. All right. And he plays for the Kansas City Royals. I've heard of him. Now, he's only in his second season, but he's been making a hell of an impact. Oh, is Kansas City in first place? No, they're in last place in their division, but... But this guy's good. Yeah, when we last talked about him, he had 20 home runs and 34 stolen bases. So he needed 10 smackaroos. And with three games left, he has 29 home runs and 46 stolen bases. Oh, shit, he's right there. I'm hoping he gets it. It bugs you when those numbers are off, doesn't it? It does. Another player that we were looking at was Kyle Tucker. Okay. And about 50 games ago, he had 20 home runs and 24 stolen bases. He had the furthest to go. And with just two games left, he has 29 home runs and 29 stolen bases. Ah, fuck, he's right there. I really hope he gets it. Well, at least one of your guys got it. Well, here's a cool thing. There is another member of the 30-30 club already this year. That you didn't predict? No, he's a center fielder for the Seattle Mariners, Julio Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, he's a big deal. He is. He didn't seem to be in the running for a 30-30 season when we talked about it last. But he baseballed the fuck out of baseball, He huh? broke some records. Well, stat killers, Dave. As of right now, Julio Rodriguez has 31 home runs and 36 stolen bases in only a second year in baseball. Well, that's pretty good. He's the first player ever to have 25 home runs and 25 stolen bases in his first two seasons. Oh, yeah, baby. But during the month of August, he did some very special. He landed on the moon. In 23 games, he had 45 hits. All right. And in that period, he had five four-hit games. Well, that does sound good. It's amazing. And he had four of those games in a row. Really? Including a five-hit game. Shit. He had 22 at-bats in those four games and had 17 hits. Wow. He also stole five bases. My goodness. His 17 hits between August 16th and 19th is the most in modern history. Go Mariners. He was named Player of the Month in August, and he had a 724 slugging percentage and a 1.198 OPS. Fucking numbers. He had seven home runs in August and 30 RBIs. Well, he made your day, didn't he? It was so cool to watch. All right. I'll have another update when the season's over, but I think that'll do it. And we're probably going to switch to football soon. Well, it is football season, yeah. Well, we still have postseason baseball, so we're going to have a lot of fun stuff. Fun, fun, fun. Stat kill, blah, blah, blah. Now, coming to you from one Spokane Stadium here, brand new in downtown Spokane. Yeah, I don't want to alarm you, Dave, but this grass ain't real. No, it's a special artificial turf that's meant to reduce injuries and actually keep the field lasting longer. Wherever, kiss ass. Let's go get something to eat. All right. Lucky for us, the Vikings right across the street. Yeah. Oh, we can finally end this stupid thing right after these messages. Hey, it's Liam the Monster Hunter here. All right, Barfield, so I guess I'm a wizard? You ain't a fucking wizard. I, I don't know what I am. You're my half-brother. Well, that's a percentage of something. Yeah, I smell the asshole of a Baba Yaga house. Uh, well, maybe you could run faster than Dick. You're the one carrying 70 pounds of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. That's fair. We're probably fucked. Well, before I'm crushed by a Baba Yaga house, I've been authorized to tell you that through some sort of Marnia bullshit magic, fuck you, the Liam the Monster Hunter VIP box set. What's your box set? Is available one last time. What are we talking about? I have no idea. We were able to make 10 more of them. Baba Yaga assholes. Includes a map, crystal ball, and book. A glow-in-the-dark bottle of dragon semen. A fucking kick-ass wand. It's standard wizard order issue. Which gets you entrance into the wizard club. I'm just gonna teach you shit. This includes three buttons. A little dragon milker medallion. It's my alma mater. And the full first series of the Liam the Monster Hunter trading cards. They're cute little mini cards. There's only ten left, and just like the drugs is up a hobbit's nose. Fuck uses. Yeah, what about drugs? As soon as they're gone, they ain't coming back. I have no idea what we're talking about. Just $89.99 at scatcast.com. Okay, that Baba Yaga house is really close. There's only ten left, and I ain't shitting you. You're gonna want this one. That's fine. Oh, shit, Bobby Yaga House. We, however, are not fine. Scatcast.com. Now back to Scatcast, David Angus Show no. on the network. Fucking no. God Why damn. are they mad at me for them not having mead horns, Dave? I think it's because you yell it at them. Dumb. All right, well, that's going to be our show for this week. Now, stay tuned for me talking about the ice walls constantly. No, I'm not putting up with that shit. Oh, yeah, you are. We will be leaving Spokane after next week's show. There are more states for an Angus to claim. Well, there's lots to see. Plus, we're gearing up for the holidays. 
holiday season. Looking forward to some fun holiday specials. Yeah, SkyCast is cuckoo for Halloween shit. That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Info at SkyCast.com to tell us stuff. Yep, you can go to Patreon.com, spend five bucks a month, and you get a whole bunch of bonus stuff. Huge thanks to everyone from our littermates who spend a dollar a month to our fat cast. And they get their name read in the show. They spend $100 a month. It makes me proud thinking about it. Matthew Pernar. Jason Glaser. Lucifina Leprechaun. Jasper Garland. Donald the Shitbox Wizard Fisher. David Descat Warlock Carpenter. Justin Hooper. Ryan Myers. Joe the Goat Labardi. Shauna Johnson. And brand new fat cat James Luke. Thank you guys. And thank you patrons who really do make all this possible. And thank you guys that don't pay us money. You know, you're fine too. We appreciate everyone very much. Big thanks to the trusted turd triad Don, Chris, and Bodie. And PJ and Minnie and all of the trusted turd herders. Corbino, Eason, Funky, all you scat meme army people. We love this tiny little community existing in this giant universe. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah, try not to kirk your hammock, seek the ice walls, kick the dick. What are you doing? I'm catchphrasing. See you next week. Precisely when I mean to. It's Dave the Nightmares. Yeah. It's Dave the Nightmares. 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 It's Dave the